Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show, another episode of Salt Talks, where we support abundant living today. And I was thinking today about a question that plagues us all from time to time, and maybe you've experienced it too. My question is, where would you be right now if failure wasn't an option? What would you or I be doing right now if failure wasn't an option. Oftentimes, I believe that we limit our very futures because we get into our own heads. So I thought today, let's spend some time investigating this question and break this concept down so we can progress instead of regress. Stick around. Hey, everybody, I'm so glad that you are here today. You know, as we talk salt, we want to always support abundant living today in all areas, especially those six inches of real estate between our ears. We can grow so much. We can grow every day in the way that we think about things and how we process things and how we reflect. But most importantly, it's what we're doing to grow that beautiful mind of ours so that we can progress instead of regress because nothing stays the same. So let's go back to that question that we had at the beginning. Where would you or I be right now if failure wasn't an option? I mean, if you knew that no matter what you did or no matter what you tried, it was going to be a success, what would you be trying? What would you be doing? How would you be living your life? Before we can really reset on the way that we're thinking, I think we need to look at one of the very pitfalls that may plague us all from time to time, unless we're being self-aware. And that's what we want. I mean, obviously, we want to recognize when we fall into this pitfall. And this pitfall is called imposter syndrome. Do you suffer from it? Have you ever suffered from it? I know I have. So let's investigate what actually is imposter syndrome. Well, it's kind of a persistent nagging, if you will, that inability to believe that your success is deserved or you deserve to be in a position, in a role, in a place, earning the money you want to earn, living in the house that you want to live in, dating a certain person, whatever it is, imposter syndrome can be slight or it can go very deep. But nonetheless, it's imposter syndrome. It's this persistent inability to believe that you deserve the success that you want. So oftentimes, we don't believe that we should be achieving success. So guess what that does to us? When we suffer from imposter syndrome, a lot of times we don't take risks that we would normally take. We may stay in careers that we're not even happy in. We've lost our salt. We've lost our passion for the very thing that we're doing because we're letting imposter syndrome take over. So if you suffer from imposter syndrome or have suffered from it in the past or know somebody that does, let's share how to overcome it. So today I'm going to share five ways to overcome imposter syndrome. And I'm also going to share five personality types 
that might be predisposed to imposter syndrome. All right, let's dive in together. So how do we overcome that feeling, that nagging feeling that we don't deserve the success that we want? Step number one is we need to learn the facts. What are the facts of the situation? Why do you deserve to have, to be, or to do the thing that you want to have or to be or to do? Look at your life and reflect. Where were you a year ago, five years ago? And I think that you will find that you actually have learned. You've grown in your life, your career, in your knowledge. And don't let imposter syndrome sneak in and try to steal your joy steal your future. Don't let it tell you that you don't deserve to be here because you don't have the knowledge or the experience that it takes to do, be, or have the thing that you want to do, be, or have. So first and foremost, just learn the facts. What are the facts of the situation? What are the facts telling you? Is it something that you can achieve? Has somebody achieved it in the past? Well, If the answer is yes, then you know you can. What about if you're a pioneer? What if you were Thomas Edison? What if you were Albert Einstein? They blazed some trails where no man had gone before. You can be one of those too. Just because nobody's ever done it before doesn't mean it can't be done. So wherever you are on that spectrum, embrace it. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. The facts are the facts. Know where you are on that. And take the next step and then the next step, all the while pressing forward and onward for the thing that you desire. So what's the second step on how to overcome imposter syndrome? You know, sometimes we can't do it alone. Sometimes no matter how hard we try, we can't get out of our own head. And if this is the case, I think step two is very important for all of us. I know I've been here before, is you want to share your feelings with a coach or a mentor. Because in doing so, a coach or a mentor, a true coach or mentor always sees you objectively and can ask those guiding questions and can help you get out of your own headspace if you need to. A good coach and a good mentor will always be there to help you redirect, recenter, get grounded again, and start moving forward. Sometimes we have those coaches or mentors in our circles. Sometimes you need to go outside of your circle. You might need to hire a coach. You might need to hire a mentor. And that's okay. There's great coaches and mentors out there. But nonetheless, I think the second step is if you're still feeling, if you struggle with imposter syndrome and you just can't seem to shake it, I think sometimes it's best to have that conversation with somebody who has a very objective opinion and can help you get recentered. So step number two would be you might need the help of a coach or a mentor. So what would step number three be? It's a pretty simple one. Celebrate your successes. We oftentimes find as we struggle with imposter syndrome that we can't even celebrate the tiniest of successes because we still don't believe that we deserve this advancement or moving in the direction of the thing that we really truly want. Imposter syndrome may cause you not to want to celebrate. Take time to applaud yourself and be compassionate with yourself. You know, a lot of times we're the hardest on ourselves. That really wasn't 
a success because of what I did. I really didn't help this group achieve this thing. It was really all of them. Or we might minimize our role in a group or as a leader. Sometimes we tend to push away compliments. And I know that I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I just want to quickly move on and not rest in the fact that a great milestone had been reached or I was an integral part in designing, creating, crafting, bringing to fruition a project. You might find yourself in that too. So let's give ourselves some grace. Let's celebrate our successes. Step number four, let go of perfectionism. This is note to self. You know, you don't have to lower the bar. The bar never has to be lowered. So instead, progress, not perfection. Progress, not perfection. And this really kind of puts an exclamation point, don't you think, on step number three, which is celebrate successes? Because if we're progressing, we're not regressing. We're going forward. So make progress every day and celebrate daily what you did to get to this place. You know, somebody once told me that at the end of the day, you should really keep a journal or something to write with, you know, by your bed or as you reflect at night, because you want to reflect upon the day and actually write down those events and things that happened that day to move you towards your goal. Because if we don't write them down, if we don't become reflective, they're easily dismissed. And imposter syndrome sometimes is so strong, it'll bury them. So progress, not perfection. Write your progress down. Reflect on it. And you know what? When you might have a minor setback, it's okay. Try again. The only way we fail, guys, is if we quit. If we keep waking up, if we keep swinging the bat, eventually we're going to connect with some balls. We might hit some dribblers. We might hit them into the infield. And you know what? We're going to eventually hit some into the outfield and over the fence. Just keep swinging the bat. So that was number four. Number five is accept the fact that you may have to lather, rinse, and repeat this process. Just because you conquer it today doesn't mean imposter syndrome won't come back tomorrow or next month or 10 months from now or a year from now. Accept the fact that you will have to lather, rinse, and repeat. And you know what? Maybe imposter syndrome, maybe you conquered one one area. Maybe you conquered one thing and you achieved it. Maybe you'll have a different area. Maybe your career shifts. Maybe you change jobs. Maybe your relationship changes. Maybe you had promotions. Maybe you know, you're in a different setting altogether. That's a lot of times when imposter syndrome comes back to haunt us or try to knock us off our course. Just accept the fact that you will have to go back through the steps again. So to recap, what are the steps on how to overcome imposter syndrome? Step number one, just learn the facts. Go through the facts of what the truth is about your journey. Share your feelings, number two, with a mentor or coach if you're having trouble getting yourself to look at the situation objectively. Step number three is celebrate your successes. Step number four is let go of perfectionism. Remember, progress, not perfection. And finally, step number five, you may have to lather, rinse, and repeat. So accept it. It's okay. Just go through the steps again. So as I was thinking and pondering about imposter syndrome, I was thinking about the personality types that may be more predisposed 
to imposter syndrome. And I was doing some research and some of the things that I came out with was about five different personality traits that might be more susceptible to imposter syndrome. And the first personality type we'll call the super person. Who is the super person who might give way to imposter syndrome? The super person tends to push themselves so hard day in and day out to prove that they aren't imposters to themselves and to others. So they go from success to success to success, often just like you're a thoroughbred racing, 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 and the race is never over because you put that pressure on yourself over and over and over and over again, and you get stressed if you aren't experiencing that vice grip to succeed, to succeed, the next success, the next check, the next mark. We call that the super person. If that's you, take note and maybe kind of go through some of these steps on how to overcome and come out of that. What's another personality type that might be susceptible to being an imposter? It's the go it alone person. Who's that person? That person has the personality trait that they tend to want to do everything on their own because if they ask for help, that might be a sign of weakness or people wouldn't think that they were capable and that they were a fraud if they asked for help. We'll call that the go it alone person. If you're that person, you want to do everything by yourself. You don't want to ask for help because you think it's a sign of weakness. All right. The third personality type is the genius. These people take things in stride because nothing really gets in their way. But if something too difficult pops up, all of a sudden they shut down because they think they're not good enough, because they can't complete it, because it stumps them. The genius is the personality type that knows a lot about a lot of things and usually can take things in stride because they figure it out. But if something comes up that stumps them, a goal, a milestone, they shut down because they assume all of a sudden they've had things come rather easily their whole life. And if something isn't coming easily, all of a sudden they're not good enough because they can't overcome it. Are you with the genius personality type? The next personality type is the expert. They want to know everything. And if they don't, they're afraid to suggest their opinion or take risks. These people don't and won't usually put themselves forward for tasks that aren't in their level of comfort. And the reason is, is they don't want to look stupid because they're experts. And the last personality type is the perfectionist. With this group, it's 100% or nothing at all. I think when I was doing my research and reading this, I was like, I definitely fall into this category. It's usually all or nothing with me. And the perfectionist sometimes gets stymied because you know you could have a list of things. And if you did check, 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 and one thing just didn't get done quite right, you look at yourself as a failure. That's a perfectionist. And remember, I have to tell myself all the time, progress, not perfection. Progress, not perfection. Don't let imposter syndrome inhibit productivity. You've got to recognize the lie. 
imposter syndrome is a lie. If failure were not an option, what would you be doing now? What would your career look like? Where would you be living? What would you be doing right now if failure weren't an option? I think we all need to take a spoonful of this medicine on how to overcome and look back and see, are we victims of imposter syndrome? Are we letting our own head get in the way of our future? If we are, we can change the course. It's so easy. First of all, we need to recognize it. And second, we need to do something about it. What is keeping you or or me from having the life that we want? Don't let the six inches of real estate between our ears get in our way. We'll have plenty of obstacles to turn into opportunities on our journey. We don't want to be the ones to get in our own way. We need to clear the runway so we can at least have good takeoff. So first, we want to use those five strategies to overcome imposter syndrome, recognize what our personality type is that's holding us back and realize if failure weren't an option, what would we be doing? And the key to it all is just keep moving our feet. Put one foot in front of the other, progress, not perfection, and take note every day of the steps that you accomplished moving in the direction for your wonderful best life yet. If we are truly, truly supporting abundant living today, if we are truly finding our salt and helping others do the same, we should be on the lookout for imposters in our own lives, but in the lives of those we love. Recognize and help coach somebody else out of their own imposter syndrome. And when you do, all of a sudden you're going to think about, oh my gosh, I was just a mentor and a coach to somebody else. I recognized it in someone else. And you will be able to more quickly recognize it in yourself. So let's make a conscious effort this week to clear our minds and truly look at ourselves and discover if we've been a victim or we are currently a victim of imposter syndrome because we can overcome it. Thank you so much for joining me this week for the Amanda Rollert Show and an episode of Salt Talks where we try to rid ourselves of imposter syndrome. If you have a story about ridding yourself of imposter syndrome, share it with me. You can send an email to the Amanda Rollert Show at gmail.com. You can DM me. I appreciate so much you taking the journey with me as we support abundant living today and every day. I hope you have a great, great rest of your week. And come back next week for another episode of the Amanda Rollett Show. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Amanda Rollett Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.